Hey, Feasters, and welcome to episode 121. Do you have a portfolio? Do you have case studies on your website? Do you know if they're working for you? Well, if not, then this episode is going to be for you because we're going to change that. Welcome to the Ask Res podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm here to help you get past those bumps in the road, those struggles, those things that hold you back from building an amazing and profitable freelance business each and every single day. And it's one thing to have a portfolio. It's another though, to have an effective one that contains case studies to help convert those shoppers into buyers. See, I was speaking with some Feast members and then again over the weekend, when I was emailing my cousin's friend who was looking for a job about what makes a great case study. The conversations evolved into what goes into it, how do we craft it, how does it structure, all of these kind of things. We dove deep into these things, even workshopped some and outlined some initial thoughts onto a real live case study. The one thing that all these conversations had throughout was to keep in mind that it's all about the reader. The first thing I want to talk to you about is you want to write so your ideal customer can relate to the case study. If you have an ideal client in mind, then your case studies should only be about those types of clients. The reason for this is that you want the reader to identify with you and trust that you can solve their problem. The goal of any good case study is one, that you show you understand the industry, two, that you know the problems of that industry, and three, that you can solve those problems with specific measurable results. Writing these case studies specifically to your ideal client will highlight all three of these things. The second thing I want to talk about is a case study needs to be written with a beginning, middle, and end in mind. A great, a great case study will tell a story, and that's what a great story has those three parts, the beginning, middle, and end. You want to share why that client came to you in the first place. Who they are and what their goals are is the start of this story. The middle part of the story is all about highlighting their problems and building the solution to accomplish those goals. And that's where the end is, those specific set of measurable results. Including real numbers is almost critical. It's not always easy to get these things sometimes, but these numbers help those first impressions of your case study when somebody is glancing through it. Include before and after pictures, charts, graphs, points within a timeline of certain milestones. All these things help in crafting your case study. And finally, to make the case study as great as it can be, you want it to make it easy to follow and follow up with. Remember that it's easy to write in long paragraphs, but these are going to be read online most often and people really just scan things online. Break up the case studies with your photos and pull quotes from those clients. You can appeal to the masses if you have video or audio in a podcast form, but you want to keep in mind though that the client needs to be comfortable in these mediums before making an attempt to do so. After you show the end results, 
Make it super simple for the reader to contact you. Give a specific call to action that's related to what they just read. Don't assume that they'll go searching for how to contact you. Make the decision for them. If you have a question, ask Rez. That's me by leaving me a tweet or go to askrez.com and, well, you can ask your own question. You could drop your name in and have a customized built out playlist of specific questions that are tailored for your business. Until next time, it's your time to live in the feast.